Welcome to the Ruby Hour, a podcast produced by our company, Ruby Riot Creatives. We specialize in video production and content marketing, and we're based in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm Shelby Ring. And I'm Madeline Rager. This podcast is devoted to interviewing extraordinary people doing extraordinary things and nuggets of wisdom that they've learned along their journey. Also, just want to give you a heads up, uh, we have potty mouths and we're talking about inappropriate things. So thank you so much for joining us for another hour of the Ruby Hour Sessions. So I'm your host, Shelby Ring, and I have the amazing Rachel Starling with me. Rachel, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So the whole premise of this podcast is to be able to feature the people that are behind the scenes of making experiences great. And so I have a secret agent of hospitality here. I'm just going to read you a little description about who Rachel is and uh, why she's freaking awesome. So Rachel... Rachel is the sales and event manager at Parcel 32 based out of Charleston, South Carolina. Parcel 32 is inspired by the culinary and craftsman traditions of the city, as well as highlights of the current outstanding farmers, producers, purveyors, and and artisans who are working towards a more sustainable world. Parcel 32 incorporates the flavors and layered heritage, I love that, of the coastal south in a refined yet relaxed environment that reflects the building's history, as well as the modern influences of today. When Rachel isn't chatting with brides about their wedding vision or sampling their new menu items from chef you might find her on the beach or spending time with her rescue pup dakota and her boyfriend justin so all right so you're freaking awesome thank uh, you thank you so much for coming no, and so much. being a part of our day today so um we had um sean on the podcast and people got to look a little bit of what's under the hood of the business of parcel 32 and the amazing food and personally Anytime I have any special occasion or event, you know, um, add that cheeseburger that y'all offer. Oh, it's not you know, it's like anytime. It's like um, we love. I mean, it's hands down my favorite restaurant in Charleston. Thank you. So, um, and that's how we ultimately crossed paths. So, I would love for you to share your experience of how did you get um, rocking and rolling in Charleston, yeah. as well as tied in with Parcel Thirty Two. Absolutely. Well, um, I, that's so that's awesome that you had Sean here yesterday because that just gives you already such a good insight of the restaurant and the overall, you know, creative culinary design that is all behind that. Um, but I um, I grew up at, right outside of D.C. Um, in Maryland, um, kind of a small city, small little town, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Um, my parents still live up there. I love I love the city. I, D.C. has always been my home, so I try to get up there as much as possible. Um, and then I came down here um, in 2013, and I came, I went to college at Charleston, graduated in 2017 um, with a business administration and hospitality degree. Um, and then fell in love with the city, knew I couldn't leave. So I was like, okay, so let's, you know, kind of start my journey here. Um, I, Parcel 32 falls under Patrick Properties Hospitality Group. So we are, as you f- are familiar with, the William Macon House, Lounge Grove, um, the theater, and Parcel 32. Yep. Um, so we have <clears throat> all those beautiful properties. And I actually started as an assistant position there at, with Patrick Properties. And then I kind of moved into the sales department. Um, and got to sell a lot of those weddings um, and work with a lot of amazing clients um, and was under some really great sales managers that taught me a lot. Um, and then Parcel, as you may, may not know, remember Fish. Yes. Um, so we, yes. we all remember Club Fish. Still around, people. So uh-huh. come, come holler. Come, um, come on. <laughs> um, but uh, that kind of, uh, we rebranded and turned into Parcel about a year and a half ago. 
Um, and that's kind of when we we were, you know, private events is something that some businesses really like. Some businesses really kind of want to just keep with the restaurant, keep with the tourism, keep with all those people coming in. And we wanted to, you know, we started with that and then realized that, you know, people really wanted to have private events at Parcel and they really loved the space. So then we rebranded the parlor, which is where you oh, all so got to eat, and awesome. it's beautiful up there. Um, it's got the be- most <laughs> coziest furniture up there, the most yeah. beautiful decor. Fluffy pillows, y'all. Fluffy Come, pillows. And you just want to like take a nap. I mean, I have taken a nap in there. Like <laughs> yes. it's. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. And then it over. And then we have the piazza as well that overlooks King Street. Yeah. Um, and it's the only um, house on King Street that does have the piazza. There's all the ones down on Queen Street, but on yeah. King Street we are the only um, so single story cool. home. Um, so that's awesome. So when we kind of, when the parlor came about, um, we realized that those events were really going to start taking off. So I got the opportunity to um, kind of transition out of the Willie Macon house in Lowndes Grove and move into doing private events at Parcel. Um, so that was super exciting. And I was so grateful when that kind of position, I kind of created the own posi- my own position yeah. um, because I knew that, that there was a lot of um, potential in growth with any any department, but especially one that had private events. So I knew that that was kind of the route that I wanted to go. So I was grateful that I had the backing of all my previous bosses with Patrick Properties, and yeah. they let me kind of pursue that. So um, yeah, I'm excited. We were doing. We've been doing it for about. I guess I've been in that position for about seven months. Um, we doing private events for a good four, and we're. I mean, we're doing great. So. I'm thrilled that people are having a great time and people are talking about it. Um, and that's actually bringing a lot of more clients to me, yeah. um, which I'm super grateful for. So word of mouth is huge. I mean, we all know how small this city is. So yeah. it's, um, it's been, I've been lucky to have people come and get the business that I've gotten based on just word of mouth. So yeah. It's well, been great. And the whole space, I mean, it's like, I love it because Parcel 32 is such a truly like a hidden gem. It's not mm-hmm. so overt and storefront. You know, you have that beautiful, <clears throat> right. you know, greenery wall and like coming into the space. I mean, I think that it's like the moment that you walk into that cove, it's an immersive experience Absolutely. of, you know, and I mean, oh my gosh, like I can't think of the server's name. We have one server that we work with so often and like I I mean, I guess we're Super, we have an amazing connection given that you know my partner Chris is gives us some of the best oysters ever, sells the all delicious ass oysters, yes. and, and just the fact that you know, I that's like one of the perks of being with him is just getting to Absolutely. have these incredible um, experiences with the staff. And I mean, just it's like every element of you know, our experience with parcels always been so beautiful, Absolutely. And, and just the, the food is like, I love, um. I mean, especially getting to chat with Sean. Um, and if anybody missed that episode, go back and listen to him. It was He's awesome. He's so cool. <laughs> I'm quite the clutch. So uh, that's okay. I, I like twisted my ankle earlier trying to like get out of this. No, that's um, we're here in good company here. But um, yeah, you know, just the the whole experience is like so inspiring, yeah. and like the the menu constantly rotating. But like. The upstairs space, like, I've seen several events around town where it was like, oh, yeah, like, in yep. the second floor, parcel, and I'm like, okay, what is that? But, like, seriously, it is, like, such... I just think of, like, how many wedding clients that we work with that want to have, like, a great rehearsal dinner space mm-hmm. or, like, you know, welcome parties, and it's, like, it's in the middle of downtown, and the aesthetic is, like, 
it's clean and fresh and like inspiring it's cozy and then it's also like you feel those like southern roots you feel the charleston energy we really wanted that um to be about you know when we when you come into parcel we really want you to think that you're you know you're at your own home and you're yourself you're bringing in your guests so like Mm -hmm. that's why these relationships that we've created with all of our industry partners are so essential because we want them to bring in and we want them to bring their family and share Mm -hmm. our craft with the people that they love. So we want that and that's why, you know, when you first walk in you get that people I mean, people take pictures and don't even eat there. So we Oh my get, gosh. We get the nice the nice little like people pop in and they're like, Oh, this is beautiful and so they take their picture and then they come in and then we encourage them to have a drink either in the bar area and we actually you'll have to come in because we just did a little bit of a swaparoo oh. and moved that big community table that's yeah. in the kind of when you in the first uh, window when you see it. Yes. Moved that around and actually kind of rotated into making the uh, that front window more of like a lounge kind of area so you can literally sit we're gonna go lounge you gotta lounge come get some wine all right we're gonna go pounce cafe and then we're gonna go lounge yes (laughs) please and um but it's beautiful so now we're kind of like I mean that window on King Street is huge and yeah it's you can see right in so we really wanted that to be um prominent so people could see it so we kind of did a little bit of redesigning in this weekend. Okay, Went okay. to U-Haul and everything. Oh Didn't my need gosh. Any men. Didn't need girl any power. Men. Hashtag girl power. And so that was fun. So we did that. Um, so we're excited. So yeah, so when so we encourage people to have kind of a drink, um, kind of get to experience that, and then either go upstairs, kind of we love the parlor for like after dinner drinks, um, and like just being able to really sit on like that romantic piazza and yeah. overlook and especially right now with this weather, you can't Oh really, my gosh. It's like the, so the dreamiest spot. So <sighs> We love it, and um, you know, with with events, it's people are just it's such a transformable space. So you can have a rehearsal dinner, and you can have a bridal luncheon. We can have baby showers. We can have welcome party. You know, we can do whatever. Um, and those tables, those wooden tables that are beautiful, they're actually transformable. So it's the the little cocktail tables, and they turn up into like oh, more to give you that rectangle vibe. So, so that's how we cool. make it a plated dinner kind of style. Okay. Um, so we're, you know, we're spoiled with the furniture and the aesthetic in there already. It's not, it's not hard to sell at all. <laughs> Dude, so, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. The, the like, bones of the environment are, like, so brilliant as yeah. starting points. We're, we're, we're very spoiled and um, we're very lucky to have um, the designers that came in and designed it. And Brittany, Whitney Reitz, she's our designer and she's fantastic. So she's local um, in Mount Pleasant. So she's oh, great, for sure. That's awesome. But, yeah. So... When you were growing up, okay, like, were you someone that leaned towards? Did you always appreciate, like, you know, were you that kid that was like, okay, we're going to do this experience and we're going to do this? Or I want to, like, you know, what was, like, you know, you as a child, like, I loved that, you know, just in the onboarding, you know, that you said, like, I'm secretly an introvert. I am secretly an introvert. I so, love it. So what was your journey? Yeah, so I, um, I, you know, I was, my parents are have been extremely supportive of me throughout my whole life um and they're um i'm just very grateful for them but uh, i went to i went to an all-girls school for 14 years of my life okay. like junior kindergarten all the way through 12th grade Aww. um and i really learned kind of just about leadership and being around you know growing up with all women around me knowing that we have a say and we have a lot of power and mm. um i think that's been a conversation that's been happening more than it used to like you know, 15 years ago definitely so that's something that has been a huge you know i've just 
I I came into you know college and high school really being able to have a voice, <sighs> but awesome. which is great because a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Um. So being around all those women that inspired me, it was it was great. I learned a lot and I was able to kind of grow my career with that. Um. But um, you know I think kind of with everything that my kind of moving through college was wasn't always easy. Like I definitely like college was is kind of hard for everybody. Um. But I. I made a lot of really good friends and those are the people that have really kind of helped me the most and kind of get through all of my um, my life journeys and everything like that. Um, but Charleston is definitely not an easy city to live in all the time. Um, it's definitely like, you know, the industry is, it's so small, everyone knows everybody. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, that's been kind of a journey in itself, just kind of learning your way through life. And I think I realized that I was better off with the people that I was closest to and I didn't really like the going out scene and didn't really like to be be out there a lot so I think that I I really am an introvert like I'm very I have my core group of friends that Mm -hmm. have been with me the most and then kind of just I'm kind of like that I just like I'm kind of low-key an introvert but when it comes to clients and like meeting new people I love it and Mm -hmm. I think that getting to hear what people are passionate about and sharing that with me that's kind of helped me figure out what you know what my what I want the weddings that are here to happen and kind of how I want those to go um, and everything like that. So that's kind of been fun. Um, and I'm not definitely not scared to like meet new people. Yeah. But um, so it's like, do you feel yeah. like you have a secret superpower of, you know, when it comes to because I know it's like when we do weddings, you know, there's like a certain energy that like I have. Yeah. You know, it's it's like I get in that zone of I know like, all right, we're holding space for like this couple to have an amazing day. Yeah. And, you know, we're like just really supportive and like, you know, I'm, I've like ingrained that, you know, of knowing how to channel that certain energy that's yeah. like really positive and would you say like in your own line of work it's like because then you know then I come home and I might be like oh I'm right. so one out you're like, like I need a break just so right. whooped but um yeah would you say like you know having that secret superpower of like tapping into you know that energy that works for you yeah I would say that I have a pretty calm demeanor like I when things, you know, are happening or if, you know, there's a problem or a bride's not happy or something, I feel like I, I have a pretty calming sense where I can, like, try to just be like, okay, let's take a deep breath and, like, yeah. let's, let's think that, like, remind us that everything's going to be okay. Like, yeah. that kind of... So I think I've always been told that I'm kind of like a mom. Like, I, I have very mom-like characteristics. <laughs> um, and I do. I take care of everybody. And that's yeah. just kind of my, been my motto, definitely, for sure. I always want to make sure that everybody else is okay. Yeah. And that comes into my work a lot, taking care of my staff and taking care of my team and making sure that everybody's okay. Um, but, yeah, that's... I mean, that's probably been the most eye-opening thing for me is just being around people that are learned that I learn from and that hopefully they learn from me um and that's been a huge part of my life for sure I've mm-hmm. always been I've always been in the food and beverage industry and I yeah. never was somebody that I knew like wanted to sit at a desk for my whole life and I love having a day that's every day is different yeah um yeah and I think that with the industry that I'm in I I, every day is different and Mm. I love that and um I've met the coolest people I mean I met you just randomly on I know and I've had I've met a ton of people you know were that have come in just for drinks and then I realize that they're this that and who and I'm like whoa you know like it's just it's a great it's a great place and um that's always been fun for me to be able to meet new people like that and 
I'm grateful for that for sure. That's so cool. I know yeah. it's it's like um, I think of when I worked on day charters where we yeah. would like you know we would bring people out and I mean it was it was essentially like a restaurant on a, with sails maybe like okay, yeah. a sailboat and um, but I loved like it's almost like a muscle the the being outgoing and like you know approaching right. people you don't know and like kind of like leading in like I've found that. Um, when I'm away from roles like that, mm-hmm. I it's like that whatever like mental muscle it atrophies, you know. And then yeah. I'm like, oh no, I gotta like go over there and like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I gotta like ask questions or something. I don't know. And 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 even like doing calls, you know, with brides, like we do most of our consultations like um, over the phone. Yeah. And, like I put them in my headphones and I transcribe everything yeah. so I can remember details. But like, yeah, it's like. Um, if it's been a while, it, it's hard. Sometimes. It'll it kind of cripple. Like I I find myself being like just it. I eat a lot of snacks yeah. to like when I'm stressed out, being like I don't know. Yeah. Oh gosh, like getting into that outgoing right. presence of like okay, I want to like you know really like facilitate a great conversation, get lots right. of good um you know listen for what the clients listen like looking for and um yeah it's like that muscle of yeah there's a lot of like under you know kind of like a little bit of pressure too of kind of like you know you want it to go so well for them and you really want them to you know obviously you want the business and you want that reciprocation but you also want to create a really good relationship with this bride so you can have productive conversations in the next year to come yeah so that's you know that's been huge and i think people definitely can pick up on energy and I think that's something that I try to relay and try to keep a positive energy towards everybody that I meet just because you never know and you never know what that person's going through and Mm. the smallest thing could to you could be the biggest thing to somebody else and I think that's a big lesson for me like you never you know you never know what's the most important to somebody so always be respectful of their budget always be respectful of their wishes and always be respectful of what the biggest things that they want is and Mm. try to put that aside and I think that <laughs> sometimes we know that like moms of the bride sometimes like to take over and I For think sure. that that's always been I mean I've seen I've been in the middle of fights I've been Oh my you know, gosh the, total like fire know, prayer, right. yeah so it's definitely like conflict resolution is huge and I think yeah. that's another big part of this industry and trying yeah. to keep everyone happy and it's it's hard sometimes you know you just you want there's a lot of pressure underneath of it yeah and that's kind of the whole like trying to manage your stress and trying to remember that emails will be there in the morning and you can take a break mm. and, you know. yeah yeah I want you to speak to that of like you know because I think it's a unique role that you play where you are in a you know you're in the restaurant like parcel mm-hmm. 32 is a restaurant space you know that you do have you know dinner service but then you're also like you know, then when you're actually doing events. Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> like, my, you know, a big heart value that I have with this podcast is to really um, feature the people that are behind the scenes that are making these amazing experiences happen yeah. and look into, you know, like, who are they as a person? So, yeah. like, what's been your journey of, like, keeping, I mean, yeah, like, anybody working in a restaurant, I'm like... <laughs> You have thick skin and I admire you. Like, it's just yeah. like, it is a struggle, right? Of just, um, you're going, like, yeah. nonstop. So what's been, what's supported you in the roles you've played in mm-hmm. such a, an industry where you have to be on yeah. constantly? Well, the biggest thing for me is I'm, I love the people that I work with and they mm. are 
a primary reason that I go to work every day. Like just knowing that I want I want them to I want us to succeed together as a team. And mm-hmm. obviously you all know being able to work with one another, you found each other and I was kind of newer, you know, I came on more recently to the team and I definitely was they were all always very very close and I definitely knew that I had to earn their trust and their respect and we've had a little bit of you know we had some changes in turnover as all restaurants do so it was just kind of like getting a staff to learn and respect you and that's always been but they're fantastic and I Mm. in any place that I've ever worked one of the biggest reasons that I stayed and one of the biggest reasons that I've always wanted to be at that place was with the people that I was working with Mm. and I've been I feel like I've been very very lucky with every job that I've had where I've always had somebody that was like a mentor or a leader or somebody that I could really look up to to kind of help me if I you know needed just with learning the ropes of a new job or just learning the ropes of running a floor you know like just you know like stuff like that yeah Yeah. so um but I I love my team and you know it's just learning to conflict resolution with them and Mm. also with our chefs and culinary and trying to find everyone's so passionate Mm. and that's something that you also don't get to find and parcel is lucky where we have people that are in our kitchen that are so passionate about what they do and teach us every day about new new local foods and how to you know what pairs with what so having that is huge so that makes it just you love going to work every day because you get to learn something from them yeah and that's been I mean Sean and John Coleman over there they're they're just great and they we've learned a lot from them so we're lucky um but the team itself you need to have a team that you can trust and that can operate with or without you and Mm -hmm. I think when I kind of came on board I was kind of more as the floor manager and like helping them you know just with the operations and just you know getting our team being able to just 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 run the floor just run a restaurant yes before we were kind of before I was doing more of the events and I'm really grateful for that because I think that I really got to know them before just you know a new manager coming in and being like this this you know and they have no idea so I'm lucky that that was the route that I got to go because I think that really helped me and Mm. I got to learn the overall operation before trying to Nail yeah, where you kind of yeah, you come in. I right. know. I always hated when there would yeah. be like new res- like a manager comes in from wherever and like right. you know, you're like waiting or bartending. And you're like, I'm sorry, who are you? Right, again? exactly. It's, it's a hard dynamic. Like I know how I know how that goes, and I you know I've been a server, I've dished, I've run expo, I've not great on the line. I definitely can't cook, but <laughs> yeah. I will do whatever needs to be done to help. And I that's always been my drive, and I try to like instill that into like my staff and other people and just remind them to be passionate about what they want to do and Mm -hmm. if you don't you know if you're not happy at the end of the day like you have to find something that makes you happy because this is your life and this is the one life that you have and I think that's something that I try to tell everyone like you know even if you are just working in a restaurant like take it as like you're passionate about it take it as find the oyster that you love and you want to sell it just just find like that one piece that makes you happy to be here every day and like pitch that to your guests and make it make them excited to be here um so that's just been a teaching you know a lot of teaching and a lot of educating um but they also teach you every day so it's almost like you're kind of like a teacher like it's kind of like your students and yeah (laughs) kind of like but they they're fantastic and they i'm lucky to be around the people that i work with every day for sure well and even 
I loved, and I really didn't realize this about Patrick Properties, but that the the business model um, within Patrick Properties is that it's so supportive mm-hmm. of um, you know really letting people step into. Um, roles where you can feel autonomous and mm-hmm. also um, I know like Sean had said like you know there a lot of the roles at Parcel are paid like higher than a lot of the other places that you might find around yeah. town. Yeah um, we definitely you know we understand that a big driver in life is money and sometimes people have to you know we understand that there's critical positions like a dishwasher like a bar back like any, a bartender, server, anybody, everybody has a critical position in a restaurant, um, and that's how a restaurant is so successful, yeah. based on those hidden people behind the scenes. Yep. And I think that's something that we are very fortunate that Patrick Properties backs us on, mm. because we're able to fill these positions and keep them, you know, we're able to hire dishwashers full-time, we're able to offer them benefits, we're able to, you know, just give, letting them know that they have an HR department. Like, a lot of places don't have that, yeah. and I think Patrick Properties is a very it's an amazing company with so many departments that are there to help like Mm. you know we have a we have a great connections with a lot of lawyers and they have helped us through you know if we have personal questions or whatever they're there for us and if you know it's just nice to be able to have a have an outlet for everybody like Mm. i mean hr is huge that's so hard to find and it's being able to like have somebody that you can talk to and go to about management problems or just you know you're having a bad day or just anything and that's that's been the best part for sure for Patrick Properties is having all these departments that are there to help you, Mm. especially in a new role. Yes. (laughs) Especially trying to figure that all out. Yes. A quote that you wrote of something that really inspired you is, um, nothing is bolder than celebrating who you are in a world that does not always accept you. And I believe that's by Blair. Ooh, I'm totally gonna butcher Imani. I believe so, yeah. So um, there's a... um, um, blog she's not a blogger Miguel's wife um, is a she has an Instagram and she's follow her um, it's at um, her name's Nazi um, and then her last name which I'm gonna completely butcher but um, and she uh, she's a really good role model on um, just for women and she just she has her own podcast but she shared that um, a couple couple weeks ago and it just kind of stuck with me and I think in this day of age where the world is is very hard for a lot of people to be living in right now and I think that there's a lot of different opinions and a lot of different people that feel like they can't be who they are. Mm-hmm. And then for, and that's that's really sad. And um, I think that that just kind of stuck to me because nothing when you're able to accept yourself and when you're able to really show who you are to a world that's not always nice, that is truly how you grow and how you grow to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's been a huge message, I think. As, as I, as I said, I was lucky to be around all women growing up, but they taught me that it was okay to be, you know, to be who I am and to speak who I speak whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's been, you know, that's speak your mind, speak what you feel, speak how you, you know, who you want to be. And I think a lot of people are scared to do that. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, that's kind of the world that we're in. But I think if, you know, people that are passionate about each other and that just know that love is ultimately the greatest human mess it is I hate it really is like but you know I think as that as more people start spreading that and that will make the world better whether whoever's in 
whoever's in charge, it'll be, you know, and that's the biggest message I think that people need to focus on is just reminding yourself like who you are and what your morals and what your values are. And just if they're different from other people's, it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's what you believe in and what you're passionate about. So I think that's something that I've tried to instill in myself and remind yeah. myself of um, because it's it's so important. It's so important, especially with mental health and well, yeah, been, like how yeah. do you, you know, just, I mean, we were speaking about this before we started recording, but like being in food and Bev and just mm-hmm. the reality of like when you're working really, you know, <clears throat> long hours, late hours, yeah. and it's like, it's such a conducive environment. I mean, in my experience of like, you get off your shift and then it's like, you have your shift drink or, yeah, you know, right. you're like, and it's just like, <laughs> and then you like wake up the next day. I mean, it's, yeah. You're it's, like, oh my God, it's 5 a.m. What am I doing? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and I'm like, and right. I'm eating chicken fingers and I'm right, not even mad right. about it. Like, yeah, it's just so conducive to, um, yeah, just some like challenging habits so what you know what's been your journey with that and like what's like worked in your life so I mean like you know this industry it's we're so food and beverage heavy I mean this is the number one tourist industry destination whatever of the world right now so we already are getting an influx of people so people want to eat they want to go out so there's more restaurants being built there's more people that are trying to fill them and there's just not enough bodies so that's that's a whole other staffing crisis in Charleston. Yes. But, um, you know, with uh, with mental health, for sure, like, trying to remind yourself of healthy habits. Like, I definitely, I went to college here. I grew up here. I, I know how crazy it was. And we were such a bar city. So mm-hmm. everybody wanted to work in a bar. And that's, I mean, that's how I started. Yeah. I, gosh, I used to, when I was 22, 21, 22, um, I was working at a bar um, over in North Charleston, and I would literally go to school from 8 to 12, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Okay. I would go to work at an internship because I was, like, you know, trying to, like, get a job. Get get ahead in life, <laughs> yes. Um, and I would do that from, like, 12 to 5, and then I would go, and I would op- I would close the bar from oh, 6 to 2 a.m. What? And I would do this four to five days a week. Oh, my gosh. And like, when did you sleep? I, God, sleep wasn't, like, never. <laughs> what? What oh, sleep? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I was young and I was I was living that life and I knew yeah. that I mean I knew that that's not you can't do that and not yeah. that I was like going out afterwards or anything sure. but just like the hours of work and mm. not being able to take time for yourself and just even getting an hour yoga session in or something just yeah. to like kind of just check out a little bit so I mean in Charleston that's something that I think the scene here it's 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 a late scene people work late they get off late and it's just trying to remind trying to find a, a healthy outlet of don't go out and get a drink or maybe you you know go out and try to have water or something yeah. you know i don't well, know all the mocktails but, oh, mocktails right, exactly. are like popping up they are um and just trying to you know be around people that are just like wanting to go home and just you know just hang out watch a movie or something like, yeah and um, that's been, I think, a, you know, it's just getting used to the city and seeing how it adapts. But I think with, I think the more that people talk about it, I think the more that people are understanding that they need to, you know, make sure that they're getting sleep and making sure that they check out and making sure that they're taking care of themselves over yeah. other people. And um, that's what, I mean, that's what mental health is, is trying yeah. to put, you know, your own your own sanity first yeah. and uh, your own, you know, making sure that you're okay. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not okay, then you're not going to be able to help other people. You're not going to be able to be yourself and not, it's just, you know, you have to be healthy and that includes your mind, not just. Yeah. 
being healthy. Yeah, it's not even so much, yeah, I love, I feel like that just like blew my mind a little bit. It's like, you know, that it's like, it's not just about like, okay, get however many hours of sleep, do what right. you're supposed to do, show up to this thing, whatever. But it's also like, what do you need to do to like find balance or find exactly. a little bit of restoration so that you have that energy to bring back into the next week exactly. or the next day? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you feel like, um, like what are some of your favorite things that, yeah, what's fun? What, like, as an what's introvert, fun? as someone that's like, you know, in an outgoing yeah. role, you know, what's something that's like when you think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a good time. That's a fun time. Yeah. Um, well, I love, I mean, we're, I mean, I'm around water in Charleston. I love being at the beach and I okay. love just being able to, like, I mean, especially being in Charleston where the weather is like, I can still go to the beach, like, pretty right now. Yeah, I pretty exactly. much can still go. Yes. Um, but just being able to, like, mentally check out and just, like, I love, like, when I, when I can't sleep, like, I literally listen to, like, the ocean waves, and, like, that's, like, my calming, like, noise. Um, So I love being able to just kind of go out there and sit, whether I'm reading, whether I'm just, like, listening to music, Um, but that's been always, like, a very calming Mm -hmm. piece of my life. I love being around water. Um, And I love just being able to, like, you know, go... I love local shopping, and I think that, you know, like, Charleston Mm -hmm. is being able to, like, focus on the vendors that are selling Charleston local artists, selling creating art that they've done here um and i think and i love finding like new places that are popping up and trying to like just go and visit them and just i went to a little place out in mount pleasant and um i found like a beautiful piece of artwork and it was like on sale and she was just like so nice and it's just like i i literally would have never gone in there and except it said like local outside oh okay. um, wow and um and it was beautiful and it was just like a, everything was was from charleston and it's yeah. just like finding those little places around here so i love doing that and um, that it's kind of fun. Like sometimes, like people are like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to go shopping, or I don't want to go out like by myself." And I think that people should embrace sometimes being by themselves and just like you know, just do something for you. Like, don't worry about yeah. if your boyfriend or if your friend wants to go, just like go for you. If you want to do it, go do it. So I think that's something that you know I've reminded myself to do too. Just like if I want to go walk on the battery or if I want to, yeah you know walk the market or anything like I just I can do that and I can take time and I can take 10 minutes and mm. even at work sometimes you just like you like a nice little walk around the block sometimes yeah it just like clears your head and it's just knowing when that you need to like take a break and take a step back and that's just a life that's life like just yeah knowing when to like take a break and take a step back um people need to like remind them just remind themselves that everything's going to be okay the next day and it's yeah still going to be there and even like that's so funny that you said the thing of like embrace things to just go do something by yourself and like uh, you know that's something like that's my introvert right there yes (laughs) coming out yes but it's also you know for me um you know like i've i've been working with um an amazing coach that has like transformed my life jessica and um she you know one thing that we addressed was like what do we make things mean Mm -hmm. And I made it mean for the longest time. Like, I, you know, I would want to go see a movie. Yeah. But I wouldn't go by myself. Because I made it mean that if I go by myself, I don't have any friends. You know, like (laughs) that. I don't, I'm that lonely, sad girl. And so it was like a thing to work up to of embracing what am I stalking my stories of what do I make this mean? And then rewrite that to be like, 
you know what? I really want to go see that, and Absolutely. I and and I care about myself enough to like go take that time and Absolutely. like whatever. Like, who cares what anybody else is doing? You're not exactly. even like hanging out with somebody in a movie, anyways. You know, like you're like looking this way. <laughs> right. And, you're supposed to be just like yeah, 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 exactly. But it was like a little challenge of every day to um, pick something that uh, I mean, maybe not like every day. It'd be like once a week do an activity take myself yeah. out to dinner or like you know go go to um, somewhere new yeah, yeah. just and, and it's like it's kind of nice because you're like fun. I'm gonna buy whatever I want I can ball out for a minute I'm gonna get all the snacks and <laughs> yeah. like you know just whatever the Absolutely. experience is Absolutely. and then not making it mean right. something because you're doing something by yourself. I feel like it's almost like a cultural thing of like, oh, like, oh, how sad. She's doing right. that by herself. Oh, and it's like, no. Right. Like, well, absolutely. And people, that's how, you know, people get in their own heads and that's where anxiety forms. It's like this, you know, like, oh, it's not the norm. It's not. And that's kind of like that quote, like, nothing is bolder than who you are. So, mm. like, celebrate that. And, like, yeah, yeah you want to go watch the weirdest movie out there? Who cares? Like, go. whatever. Let your freak flag fly. Really? Like, <laughs> we're all freaks at the end of the day. So, like, yes. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I think that's a great, and I think that's a great motto. Just people live to be themselves and yeah. live your own life and don't be afraid of it and embrace it. One of um, one of my favorite things, because you said walking the battery, um, I lived, I you know, I've lived all throughout Charleston and like all the different areas. So like yeah. Mount P, West Ashley, yeah. whatever, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and like where I'm on James Island now, but I had Hello. a hot minute. Oh, yeah. I love the where, <laughs> you know, it was like I and John's Island, too. I mean, I'm. I'm oh, oh the, I love all of them. Making all the all the areas, but yeah. um, I lived downtown off Bufane for like oh, yeah. a hot minute. And um, I loved, well, it was kind of a. It was a love-hate thing because I would love to go early, like Sunday morning, uh-huh. to go for a run. This is going to not end well, but go for a run and, like, <laughs> be able to catch those, like, beautiful golden rays, yes. like, through downtown with all the churches yep. and, like, amazing. Oh, I know it. But the downfall is there's no public bathrooms, like, while you're on your run. So I'm like, yeah. And I'm, like, far away from my house. Like, no businesses are open right now. No bushes. (laughs) This is all curated property. Anyway, my second half of getting back to my house was much faster paced than my going out. Like, oh, glorious golden rays. And then I'm like, uh oh. I'm like, I gotta go. But like, like, you know, the positive thing of that being like, go during a time when the businesses are open, perhaps. But like, to go and walk and just like take in how beautiful our city is Absolutely. and that it's like you don't have to uh, like screw the nightlife element of mm-hmm. it of, oh you gotta go out and whatever it's right. like check out like the morning the early bird Absolutely. or the any other time where it's Absolutely. not the like stereotypical oh this is the best part of charleston right you know I, can you enjoy it right. in a downtime or a try like the 6 a.m. instead of like the 2 a.m. Like, yeah, I um, no, I, I completely agree with that. And I, I work out in a gym over at Mount Pleasant. And um, when I drive back, I'm driving over the bridge and like driving, I mean, mm. hitting all the bridges to go back to James yes. Island. Yes, but it's like it's the it's like literally the most beautiful time, like when you're especially the James Island Bridge, like that is 
I think, almost better than the Ravenel Bridge sometimes. Yes. Because <laughs> you see the sunset and all the boats and the, the marina. Um, and, like, I just, it, it's just, like, it's so surreal. Yeah, yeah that yeah. is the best bridge. Uh, yeah, I was just like, right? wait, which one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. and, mm-hmm. like, from either direction. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, it like, you know, it reminds, I, when I was in D.C., I think I took D.C. for granted because, you know, I had, you know, how many people come to D.C. to see the tourism and all the yeah, history sure. that's there. And I think I took, I definitely took D.C. for granted. And I think I've started to take Charleston for granted. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, like, not i'm trying Mm, to realize like what i have around me and like all these things because i know that you know i love charleston but i you know i don't know if it's going to be my forever home sure um and that's partially just because i want to go you know be able to take care of my parents and they still live in the city so you know with that but um definitely trying to remind myself of all the beauty that's here Mm. and even just like right outside of charleston like all the john's island is beautiful like all the like the cool ass places that are over there like It's just, you know, there's so much more. And I think that, you know, if you decided, you know, instead of on a Friday night, like, go Friday night to Saturday morning. Go, like, camp or go, like, you know, hike somewhere or go, you know, and even, like, other places in the mountains in South Carolina. Yeah. Just trying to, like, get away for a little bit. And I think having staycations is definitely important. And I think that that's something that's kind of people are trying to do more of because you realize that, like, I'm... Like, for me, I'm having, I'm having trouble doing, like, the most basic tasks. Like, send in my insurance papers. Like, oh, yeah. Put them in the mailbox, Rachel. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. Walk out there. <laughs> I know. Just do it. Like, I, and instead I'm like, you know, which isn't, it's not bad or anything. It's just, like, sometimes the most, like, the things that seem so easy are just, like, the things that I'm, like, yeah. not doing. Yeah. I'm doing, you know, responding to a client or yeah. at work. You know, just yeah. all these things. and that's another part of just like doing the things that you need to do as yourself and being able to check out and yeah yeah i know i i like (laughs) went to you know we took yesterday um and this is a tuesday for listeners whatever and um yeah just the fact that (laughs) yeah you know that we're like uh tying in like i had an early day yesterday where i was like okay we're gonna take self-care went and got a massage and then i was like i was like wait like it's like 3 p.m like i should go pick up my prescription right now like just like practical stuff where I'm like I don't have time to do that but it was like I'm gonna walk around the Harris Teeter and make myself a salad like practical simple like I never take and I'm like when am I ever in that scenario you know I don't build my week um out like that very often I'm like Madeline help me go get (laughs) snacks for me yeah that's normally remind me to eat yeah you know (laughs) so it's just a different like um yeah to give yourself like space to be bored almost like definitely and like you need that downtime you need to be able to like you know just check out and do whether yeah i i go to whole foods and i like to run around and mm-hmm. like be like oh i have all this money that i don't yeah have. <laughs> but like, oh, i will take the chocolate almond butter that sounds really nice yeah i'll take the sparkling today yeah I'd be like oh, mm. well Lacroix is not that expensive but like yeah oh, yeah like find your yeah like fine the finest wine the, or the, the fine cheese. and the finest water like, yes like, i will yeah. have the fancy water today yeah <laughs> feeling like i'm uh have all the money and i'm all <laughs> splurge <laughs> deluxe water h2o yeah exactly. h2o comma o o o yeah no no it's like yeah those little practical moments of yeah that's been a recent thing um for me i'm like doing this like ayurvedic course where i'm like Ooh. learning like 
Am I hot-natured, cold-natured, or do I like to stand still a lot? That's a terrible explanation of Pitta Kapha and uh, Vata. But anyway. I um, dig it. Yeah, so, um, but one thing was, like, the different energy centers we have in our bodies. This is, like, such a, like, train off in another direction. But that, um, you know, there's areas of our body, like our skin Uh um, correlates. This is so funny. I'm going into this. But, like, no, I'm so so loving it. So it's, like, um, (laughs) our skin and our, like, lymph nodes and whatnot, that part of our body correlates with our layer of security so okay. it's like this flesh suit separates me from you from this wall uh-huh. it's like a practical thing of this separates our inside of who we are with anything else beyond ourselves wow. and so if you have a lot of like skin inflammation mm-hmm. happening um, there may or may not be an imbalance of you know maybe there's too much of you're giving out 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 and maybe there's not enough you know protecting to for you, you. Mm-hmm. and so I was recognized like oh shoot like what in my life um, to think of you know how could I give myself more security Mm -hmm. what would that look like and being a business owner where I'm like okay make sure like everything's rock and rolling for payroll processing utilities growth sales uh, like all these things and it's like I don't always put myself in that Mm -hmm. like well what does just being uh, taking care of my own energy truly look like? Well, how could I that's, how could I create good. more of a, a mental fortress for myself of right. something so practical? What would that be? And it right. was like to slow down enough to just like to be more thoughtful around what I say yes to in life, mm-hmm. which that's like everybody says that, oh, you know, efficient in your schedule, fine. But like right. practically being so thoughtful of like, who do you give your time to? What do you spend your time doing? And like, could I block out, you know, blocks of time to like paint one of those six paintings, yeah. like, you know, canvases I have in the corner of my like office or whatever, <laughs> right. like the practice. Whatever you want to do. Craft. Yeah. And so that's a practical way of like um, building security Definitely. of like securing my time and my bandwidth yeah. to do things worth doing. Well, you know, I mean, you're obviously have been a very successful, successful business owner yourself. And you know that like, it's just being able to, like for me, time management has been like a something that I mm. uh, learn every day. What is Yes, yes. So that's something that I still learn how to do. I'm still trying to prioritize me, prioritize my family, my dog, yeah. my boyfriend, yeah. like trying to prioritize work, trying to prioritize my friends. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's a lot. Like, yeah. it's hard. It is. And I think being, you know, I feel like I beat myself up a lot because I feel like I am not as, um, I'm not as available as I used to be like sure. you know people my friends will call me and just try to catch up and I'm like oh <laughs> I'm at work <laughs> yeah I'm at work like I'm yeah. just like I need that to be like an auto send like yeah and you know I think that's that's another part of just like you know talk to you know being able to talk to people and keep your circle open and check in on your friends like mm-hmm. you know check in on them and make sure that they're doing okay and just even if they're all at work like I I'm very grateful that I have friends that call me almost every day just to be like are you eating like are you are you yeah. sleep last night? like you know Aww, yeah. so it's just like find your finding that circle and I think that's a huge driver for me is also my friends and my family and just mm. wanting to be around them and wanting to be my best self around them yes and you can't do that if you're not taking that time for yourself and keeping yourself and your mind healthy healthy and happy yeah I like to combine words I like that <laughs> healthy healthy Help yourself and stay healthy. Healthy. Boom. (laughs) 
Somebody see if that is a website domain. We need to purchase it right now. Very Done. successful. Yes. No, that is, um, that's so crucial. And I love, yeah, that, that thought of like, because I, I, you know, as you're saying, yeah, those, when do you find that time to like check in with friends and right. have those conversations and goof off or, yeah, you know, exactly. it's like, for me, it's like a goof off thing of like, I'm going to talk some shit with some friends. Right. Like, and I, the time that I can like totally be myself and the most not, like, I know that no one's going to judge me and yeah. I can literally just like, you know, and you need that. You, you yeah. need to be able to do that. Yeah. I feel like I do that in the car often on my way to different places, you know, where I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, all right, I'm going to my next appointment. Or yeah. I like try to track people down. I called this guy today to like ask about like general liability insurance yeah. for a resort, you know, and I'm like, you, like I'm just trying to get him on the phone. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to call him at 8.13 in the morning. Like, trying to schedule the Yes. Because yeah, it's like I can spend all day trying to like, I'm going to catch him. I'm going to set up a time. We're going to talk. And, you know, and then you're like, right, right. all right, like the most random time I'm going to go for it. It's the interim in between yep. like set you know definitely um, and sometimes that's just it like I mean sometimes I go into work like feeling like the most unproductive human but then I'm just like you gotta do it just sit there and just do it and yeah you know it that's just part of that's just life I know, I know. <laughs> but the, the schedule maintenance I know I've, I've definitely scaled with a lot of like my growth experiences of um yeah, thinking that I don't have the capacity to, yeah. um, you know, schedule things, or I'd see if I had several things blocked out in my schedule, I would like it would, I yeah, it was like a panic of yeah. like, wait, like that's my life, like I don't want to do all that, like who's putting me, <laughs> and I'm like I'm setting myself up right. to do these things, right. like you're like, well, you're not <laughs> like did I do that? Yeah, no, no, no. yeah, <laughs> and like seeing, I'm just thinking of like put my calendar on Madeline's phone so that way she knows what I have going on so I'm not like well today so she's like today I have a meeting with Bruce okay <laughs> I would have really busy but like yeah you know just finding um you know like the right caliber or quality of if I'm setting a time aside for me like mm-hmm. then I'm blocking it out as yeah. though it's one of my other important like a prospecting call or right. anything else that would be included Absolutely. with the role but yeah, yeah that balance of um I feel like I used to like stack my schedule of like like I just want to get everything done in the, in like a four hour period but I think I'm starting to realize now that like no I need to like take an hour like go get a coffee like yeah. you don't need to back to back like on the coffee. phone like yeah. for four hours straight like yeah. you you know how to like I know how to I know how to time manage mm. I just have to remind and myself it sounds like you're learning more and more what you need right. to feel sustaining Absolutely. and feel good where yeah. the next day you're not like oh wait I didn't it's, eat or I didn't yeah, whatever it's, yeah. it's exhausting you know I mean I'm 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 24 and I yeah. you know I'm working I work a lot and yeah. but I'm passionate about what I do and I mm. I love what I do and I think I just you know I just want everyone to be happy and in, in what they do so yes. that's what I try to try to remind I, I try to portray that <laughs> I love it yeah you're like let's take care of ourselves and then take care of yes. one another and be able to thrive yes, and rise together absolutely definitely. this is awesome Rachel Thank um, you. how can people get in touch with you or you um know? yeah you can um I'm happy to um give you my email that's probably Boom. the best way let's um, do it it's Rachel or um, start over our starling s-t-a-r-l-i-n-g at P-P-H-G, like Patrick Properties Hospitality Group, 
charleston.com. So it's Boom. rstarling at pphgcharleston.com. Awesome. Thank you. I Perfect. had such a class. You guys, you guys are awesome. Oh, Thank you're you. amazing. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank and you. for all of our listeners and our viewers, if you enjoyed this, if you have any further questions, please be sure to like, subscribe, um, add comments, rate this episode, all things. Um, and thank you. And we hope that you live a life filled with passion today and make some stories worth telling. Cheers. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much.